Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. Your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Serna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here on the pregame show and the pregame show being brought to you by the bullet experience for all your training needs and folks if you want to get the best at what it is train with the professionals over at the bullet experience you can catch them just outside of waterview and folks they got anything and everything that you need whether you're out there trying to get better every day you're working on certain things to try to get better at the bullet experience has everything that you need whether it's speed power uh, adult training youth training uh, speed schools things that will help you out they also work within basketball volleyball and football and soccer and they are have their own flag football league as well so make sure you get the opportunity just outside of waterview and you can check out the bullet experience get over there at 8900 princeton road in rowlett uh give up milk Melvin Bullet a call. Not too many people that can say that they've stopped Tom Brady. Well, Melvin Bullet is one of them. Give him a call at 214-326-7853. We thank him for his sponsorship here on the pregame show going into this 2018 season. Now, folks that do know, we've got some longtime listeners. This will be our sixth season covering Rowlett Eagles varsity football. Our seventh season uh, covering Rowlett Eagles basketball. So, but um, in reality, it's kind of our seventh season as well as we covered. And I did this one without the eagle eye Bill Cerna at the time. I did them a couple of t- uh, games by myself. Um, and a couple, I did about four, uh, about five to six games back in 2012 when we first got started. But really, we started covering this football team back in 2013 uh, when their first year with a young man who might be ending up, I think it's actually going to happen. Logan Bonner. Logan Bonner was a uh, three-year starter for the Rowlett Eagles starting back in 2013 and his he went on to his playing career in college over at Arkansas State looks like he is expected to be the starter this season over there for the Red Wolves so those that do keep track of some of the guys of where they've gone Logan Bonner over there get an idea you should be able to catch the Arkansas Red Wolves over on ESPN3 and many other outlets to check him out so we have three Three years with Logan Bonner in 2013, his first season. They were four and seven overall, three and three within the district. And folks, that was all she wrote. Because we got a different Logan Bonner after his sophomore year. That's right. He started as a sophomore in the first year that Doug Stevens took over this team as well. So when the experiment with Logan Bonner happened and the numbers started gaining up in 2013 uh, that that is where things happened that's where things started rolling and we've seen a lot of what was going to happen for this football team as it moved forward so 2013 was the year as we saw Logan Bonner during that time throw for 2164 yards he had 20 intercept uh, 20 touchdowns but 12 
12 interceptions and he would get better as he moved on. But the thing about that football team, there were a couple of things that about that football team that was really amazing is, is that they had a lot of very, very uh, experienced players at the time, but they mixed it in with a lot of sophomores. And some of the names that we saw, Drew Galitz, who went on and is playing in Baylor as we speak, um, Hogan as well. But some of the names uh, that started to come up, uh, Chappelle got involved with the game. But really, the fact of the matter is that Logan Bonner didn't have the weapons, and that is the reason why you've seen a 4-7 and seven football team that season. And so they moved on into 2014. The Raleigh Eagles were 8-4, and 5-2 and two within district. And this would be their worst district record after the first year with Logan Bonner. It's the second year. They lost two games within district. And, but the Rowlett Eagles, as far as Dick's district were concerned, didn't look back. And Logan Bonner's numbers definitely improved during that season as well. And that was a huge thing for this football team as they move forward. So watching for them and keeping track of them. They got some weapons on the football team. As Dylan Watts came in as a sophomore, Ladarius Dickens as well. And uh, so Kobe Morrow also coming in and moving up from the sophomore, uh, from the junior varsity as sophomores. So they began to get the weapons on the offensive side of the ball as well and uh, some big names on the defensive side of the ball as they had Doopy Gordon and Brown uh, big time names up on the defensive side of the ball and Drew Glitz as well and, and this is a combination where this had, football team had two number one kickers and Drew Glitz as well as Josh Williams. Drew Glitz went over to Baylor and Josh Williams went over to SMU and where they both are enjoying a very good career uh, in those two places. So um, good news for them. In 2015, as we covered the Rowlett Eagles, it was another good season for them. They were 9-3. and three. They went down to Waco. We were down to Waco for those games, uh, but 5-1 and one in district, only losing one game within that season and Logan Bonner was Logan Bonner and that's when you look at numbers and you see you see where he grew this was his senior year this was the big thing for him as he moved forward in his career in his high school uh, high school time so that having been said, uh, still having all the weapons in Morrow, and then they got Stenton. Of course, Watts and uh, Dickens, then uh, Vitosh was out on the football field uh, for them as well. So, uh, you know, lots of guys that were picking up the slack, and then defensively, they were just a good football team, and that was a huge thing for them as they moved forward in uh, the uh, season. Then the first year with, you know, kind of, you can say they were lost as they weren't sure what was going on, who they were doing things with and things of that sort. But they went ahead and they moved to a Saxy transfer. And that Saxy transfer, of course, was um, was uh, Weeks. And that was the first year with Weeks in 2016. They went 9-3 and three as they struggled a little bit to find an identity in reality. But still, uh, this football team still kept on top of it. Again, another 5-1 and one record within district. And those were the n big-time things. So Preston Weeks, um, 1,719, uh, 717. 199 yards in his first season, 16 touchdown passes for him as well to compare to only five interceptions. So then that's where we were at in 2016. Last year, 2017, of course, that was the last year for weeks at the quarterback position. And we got a good season out of him again. Um, looking at the numbers and everything, they were six and five up on the uh, season, but they were five and one within district. They were having problems, or they were having problems outside of district. 
as some of the new guys had to come in and do what they did. 2,077 yards passing for Preston Week, 16 touchdowns, and again, only five interceptions, uh, but the team uh, went 6-5 and five overall, 5-1 five and one within district. So this year, it's going to start off with some new guys, but last year, they had uh, Amos, who was a junior. We will see a lot of him in the running game for the Rowlett Eagles. We lost Monte Lang as he moved up on, but um, we also got some wide receivers. Jerry Evans is another guy uh, that is going to be somebody that we can look at, as well as uh, Dakota Gilly. Um, we'll be looking at him as well. Some some good guys that are on the returning side. And defensively, this is a football team that was young and learned a lot uh, So this past season. So being ready this year, let's be honest, it will be all about the quarterback position. And we don't necessarily know who these guys are are going to be moving in here in this 2018 season for the Rowlett Eagles as they uh, move uh, and get set for this season. Uh, because there is a quarterback uh, competition going on, and that is a very important thing for this football team. Let's be honest, when we talk football, usually we talk about what is uh, you know what is it really all about? Well, it is really all about a simple fact of the matter is you have to have a quarterback. And the quarterback is going to be the biggest question on this football team. They have Chase Dupal, who uh, was a junior last year. Will he move up and move into there? Or will they bring in the junior Chandler Greg or Chandler George at the quarterback position? And then they also got another guy. And I've got to ask the name as I was looking at the name as I got it as Pavago um, at the quarterback position. Position. So there's three guys in there that the Rowlett Eagles could go. Don't know much of a uh, don't know much about these quarterbacks as they moved on. But Zach is uh, senior um, as they uh, uh, played really uh, really really well, and he's also a baseball player as well. So we seen we'll see him doing double duty at the quarterback position as he played uh, baseball. Chase Dupal, of course, when you look at him, he filled in when Preston Weeks went down a couple of times. So that was. Was another thing as you looked at him, he is a starter at two uh, six five two ten. Uh, that will be a big thing for him as he moved to, moves into this season. So, um, also another guy that we just mentioned earlier at the quarterback position. Um, going out there was uh, Chandler George. Now Chandler George uh, is a six foot 210 uh, senior. So if you go by a lot of things and the numbers and where they're at, you got to look at the height. And when you look at the height, this football team usually goes with that height. So you got six five at Chase Dupal at the quarterback position. You have Chandler George who's six foot. And then you go into Zach and I'm not even going to kill his name again. He's only five 10. So I'm pretty positive we'll be taking a look at Chase Dupal at the quarterback position for the Rowland Eagles here in the 2018 season. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this new season that is upcoming, the 2018 season. You'll hear all the action here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as well as the pregame shows as you're listening to it now. Usually the pregame show goes up the day before the game sometimes it's two it just depends upon my schedule and when i can get out there and get that done for everybody so make sure you check that out as this one is happening on thursday you're catching all that information so when we move forward within this, we will be talking, obviously, with our sponsors, and we'll be talking to Melvin Bullet. Uh, Melvin is also going to join us in our regular weekly show, and Melvin Bullet was a defensive back for the Indianapolis Colts. He started the year after they won the Super Bowl, played with Peyton Manning, and again, we I talked about it at the beginning, there's not too many people that say, or can say, that they stopped 
a Tom Brady at a vital situation and to win a game. Well, Melvin Bullitt was that, and not only did he stop him on fourth down and two, uh, came out and Peyton Manning uh, threw a dart to Marvin Harrison for a touchdown, and they got a two-point victory in that game. So, again, not too many people stopping Tom Brady, but make sure you check out the Bullet experience. You go train with the pros. These are the guys that can get the job done. You go visit them over at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. You can also give Melvin a call. His direct number is 214-326-7853. Make sure you check him out, and we thank him for his sponsorship here for the pregame show as we move forward into this program. So what we're going to do, we'll take that quick break. When we come back a little bit later on in the show, we'll bring on the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna and we'll uh, also take a look at some of the other things that are going on in the city of Rowlett here on the pregame show. As we don't have a lot of information about the players as, as well as the team, the Eagle Eye, he knows how to try to dig for that information so I'm really looking forward to having him on the show and giving us a little insight as he knows how to sneak around and find those numbers as Sonny Clark doesn't. So I'm going to uh, depend upon on him as we'll talk a little bit obviously about the uh, last five uh, years that we have covered Rowlett or actually six years um, five years uh, full seasons here as we move into our sixth season so we'll take that quick break you're listening to the pregame show being brought to you by the bullet experience make sure you get on over there it's bullet training what doesn't matter what kind of training that you're looking to do they can get you set with speed with adult training uh, youth training uh, also helping you with speed soccer, basketball, volleyball, as well as football as well. They can get you ready for the season. Train with the pros over at the Bullet Experience, whether it was Melvin, uh, Jerry Bullet as well, uh, or Terrence Bullet. Those three guys, all professionals, whether it was the NFL, whether it was college, as well as the CFL. Make sure you get over there. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer field. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Are you having trouble understanding social security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving social security? What is the impact of your social security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your social security will be taxed each year? 
Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costco Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costoinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chain Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chain Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chain Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chain Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are all set and ready to go. Getting ready for the first game of the year. By the way, I was wrong. It's actually McKinney Boyd. It is the Broncos, not the Mustangs. So we have been corked out on that. Thank you very much for that information. I was under the... I don't even know where I came up with Mustangs. So, it don't matter. It is the Broncos. It is McKinney. It's McKinney Boyd. So make sure you check that out and uh, the, get me up to date. Now, Let's talk a little bit about that football team. Of course, this game uh, uh, team was five and five last season. They were four and three within the district. Uh, did not go further. Did not make it into the playoffs. So that is the difference between the Rowlett Eagles and this McKinney Boyd Bronco team uh, moving forward. The Rowlett Eagles have been in the playoffs ever since they have their new head coach, and for the last you know six years. That we've been covering them. The Raleigh Eagles have been making it into the playoffs, but uh, last year five and five within uh, the overall and four and three uh, did not have the best season uh, in the as far as that's concerned. Even the year before in 2016, they were two and eight overall, won two games within district, lost five there, didn't make the playoffs as well. Taking a look at 2015 again, they were five and five overall, four and four within their district. So this football team has had a hard time breaking over 500, and when they have, it hasn't been very much. So what we look at when we look at a team as the Raleigh Eagles consistently in the playoffs for the last six years, we come up against a Boyd team that has had that problem for a while getting into the playoffs. So when you look at those uh, things, as far as that's concerned, you can even go back to 2014 and see what happened in 2014 for this football team uh, moving forward. They, they, again, did not have the best uh, record in the country or within the area. So uh, going back to 2013, they were 7-5. They were 4-1 and one in district. Um, and that was really the uh, the 
uh, one of the years that they started doing well. Then 2014, they were nine and four and the six and two in district. So when they hit 2015, this team has kind of slid down a little bit and has not uh, been able to uh, break over 500. And when they have, it hasn't been by much. So when you, the Rowlett Eagles are a team that go out and they make it into the playoffs week a year in and year out, uh, this is a little bit different. Now, this is one of the out-of-district games, and we talk about it, and I'll talk with uh, the eagle-eye Bill Cerna about this same thing. When they go out-of-district, it's really, really good for the Rowlett Eagles, especially with the team that continuously makes it into the playoffs, continuously even goes into the second round. Getting an idea how they play, at least at the beginning of the season, outside of district, is really good. And guess what? The Eagles, they, they have a big one next week as well as they take on the Broncos this week. Next week, they have the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, two teams that are out of district, and the Yellow Jackets are a good football team. Then the week after that, the Rowlett Eagles, they are going to be right at home, and they're taking on the Plano Wildcats. So three games out of district that are very important for this football team to get out and uh, get a feel of what they would be dealing with when they go into the playoffs if they make the playoffs. So it's very important for the Eagles to have a good showing in these three out of district games before they go into the seven games within district. So the the big time uh, implications on tonight's game uh, and see if they could get out of the shoot. Getting out of the shoot with a new quarterback. Getting out of the shoot with new personnel. Getting out of the shoot with a young defense that this football team is going to be on the defensive side of the ball. So seeing how that they play outside the district will give them an idea because traditionally the district that the Rowlett Eagles play in uh, are, is traditionally not necessarily the best. It's one of the reasons why the Rowlett Eagles have been able to make it into the playoffs. But at the same time, this is a different district now because they've got the liking, uh, likings of a new team within district. And yes, I am talking about the Wiley uh, football team. The Wiley Pirates are a good football team and they are going to uh it really, I don't want to say light it up, but they're going to change the district and how it is. And when you got a team like Wiley going in there and the Pirates, the Rowlett Eagles have to make sure that they are able to kick off and get going because the Pirates are a different football team. And the Wiley area, and I'll talk to Bill Cerna about this because when he first moved to the Texas area, he was right here in the Wiley area, so he knew a lot about them. But when you take a look at Wiley and what they are normally about, okay, if you go back last year's season, they were three and seven uh, overall, two and five within the district that they were playing in. But the year before that, they were five and six and four and three within the district that they were in. So Wiley for the last couple of years have not been able to get over the hump, so to speak, in reality, uh, as the uh, Rowlett Eagles have had success within this district. And when you look at the rivalries within district, that is the rivalry against the Rowlett Eagles and the Saxe Mustangs. Who knows? This could be different. Now, back in 2014, the Wiley Pirates are, were 8-4 overall, 6-1 within the district. And that was in 2014. And in 2013, um, th this football, uh, we, we don't have the stats up on 2013, but 2014 was the last year that we saw the Wiley Pirates be a good football team. Will that change this year? We don't know, but the Eagles have got to be ready because this was a team that they have not seen, I don't think, in their whole history. So the Rowlett Eagles, they've got a, a big uh, thing that they have got to do, which is get up on top of it. Now, when you look at Wiley and what they've got going on as far as their schedule is concerned, of course, they have 10 games as well. Wiley is starting off at Preston 
would Christian um, a same night tonight uh, where the Raleigh you know, Eagles are playing. Uh, they hit at Texas Christian. Then on September 9th, they get Rockwall Heath. Then they, on September 14th, they get Dallas Gisette. Those are the games outside the district for Wiley. And the Rockwall Heath game is a very important game for Wiley um, as they get a feel up on as far as the Raleigh Eagles taking on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. So these two teams are taking on the Rockwall teams, the over the bridge uh, rivalry that we have with the Rockwall Yellow Jackets is a big one. Who knows? Maybe something can uh, spruce up with the Rockwall Heath and the Wiley Pirates. But the Rowlett Eagles, let's go back to them because the Rowlett Eagles have got a good schedule for them. Again, we talked about the out-of-district games as they take on Boyd and the Broncos. And then uh, the Rowlett Eagles, again, they get the Yellow Jackets and then the Plano Wildcats. They start off in district on September 20th, taking on the Name and Forest Rangers. That game is going to be at HBJ Stadium. You'll hear all of these games, by the way, on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll also bring you the pregame show um, the day before each game. So you'll be able to get an idea. And we'll grow with this new team. Now, on September 28th, the Raleigh Eagles are at North Garland. That game is going to be over at the... Um, at North Garland's home field. Uh, so th- that is on September 28th over at Williams Stadium. And then the Raleigh Eagles, October 4th. Okay, when you look at the schedule, this was a game, South Garland. They are a better football team. So the Raleigh Eagles have got to look out for Neyman Forest when their first game, and then they got to turn around and uh, have a situation with South Garland. They are supposed to be improved if you go by some of the things that I have read. So if that be the case, the Eagles have got to be ready for that one. And that ends on October 4th. That one's going to be at HBJ Stadium. Then the Raleigh Eagles on October 19th will be at Wiley. Uh, So that will be a big game for the Raleigh Eagles. First time outside or new team within the district and not even playing that team before. Then the Eagles on October 26th will be taking on the Garland Owls. That will be at HBJ Stadium. And the Lakeview Centennial Patriots on November 2nd. The Eagles will be the visiting team, but that will be at HBJ Stadium. And then the Eagles finish up the season on November 9th against the Saxe Mustang. That game will also be at HBJ Stadium. So a good schedule set up for the Eagles as they move forward. The question will be is how will they react with the new quarterback, new system, and new guys that have got to step up. It's going to be a young team but I've seen a lot of those uh, a lot of the players a lot of them are going to be guys that will be starters next year as we got a lot of juniors coming on this team when I was looking at the rosters I did not see a lot of sophomores making that leap at least initially right now with the rosters that we have right now so the Eagles are going to depend upon juniors and seniors to get the job done here in the 2018 season so what we're going to do now is we're going to take another quick break here on the Couch Potatoes Sports Show. We're going to hear from our main sponsor. Of course, that is, what What can we say about the Bullet Experience? The Bullet Experience is a, first of all, Melvin Bullet. Let's talk a little bit about him. When you when you think about Tom Brady, you don't think about a lot of guys stopping Tom Brady. This guy, Melvin Bullet, he is the owner of the Bullet Experience along with Jerry, his brother. Okay, this situation here, you don't get the opportunity to see too many guys stop that Tom Brady, and he did. Not only did he stop him in a vital game within the season, in the year after Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning, uh, well, it was Melvin Bullitt stopping Tom Brady on fourth down and two, and then Peyton Manning going to the end zone to Marvin Harrison for the game-winning touchdown and win by two. 
Now, when you train with the professionals, such as a Melvin Bullet, such as a Jerry Bullet, such as a Terrence Bullet, these guys are professionals as they played in the Canadian Football League as well as the NFL, and also all three of them over at Texas Tech. So these guys are local. These are the guys that you need to go to. Beautiful facility outside of Waterview. So if you get the opportunity, go there. And it don't matter if it's volleyball, basketball, football, or soccer. They got all that stuff ready for you and they can help you in your training. Train with the pros over at the Bullet Experience at 8900 Princeton Road, just outside of Waterview. You can also give them a call at 214-326-7853. That's the Bullet Experience. We'll take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. The Jerry Bullet Training Center, located just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, is the place to go for your kids to get the proper training they need for their athletic skills. Ran by the Bullet family, Jerry, Melvin, and Terrence, all professional athletes, you're sure to get the training that your kids will need for their success. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or stop by their locations from the hours of 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, just outside of Waterview. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggies Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation. Restoring the calm after the storm. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. 
Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. Built in 2004, this Midwestern family boasts strong foundations with sunny interiors. Plus, two twin-sized girls, one fixer-upper son, and one built-in bloodhound. Also comes attached with walk-in in-laws, located just around the corner. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. And welcome back into the pregame show. Your Rowland Eagles as they're taking on the McKinney Boyd Broncos. I've been advertising that the Mustangs don't ask me why. Um, I, I have no clue. But we changed everything and got all the names, everything all set. I even uh, sent a Bill a video with the right name on it so he can promote it the right way. But I got online the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerner himself. How you doing, Bill? Good as well. It's glad to be back. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to get the season started. It's been a while. Yes, it's been a while since we've been in the booth. We're all ready for it. But before we get to the booth, folks that don't know, we have the two-time indoor football champion, Bill Cerna, the Eagle Eye, uh, with the uh, Texas Revolution when they won the CIF championship, as well as now the Carolina Cobras who won the NAL uh, uh, championship. He must be ecstatic. You're actually going to get a ring now, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to get finally get the, <laughs> my ring. I'm still waiting for the other one, but uh, yeah, I'm still uh, trying to come off that high of our uh, our game on Monday night. So uh, uh, my voice was definitely shot yesterday, and today it's uh, a little bit better, but uh, you know it's still a little a uh, little scratchy. But uh, it's well worth losing my voice. De- definitely two time two-time champion, uh, the Eagle Eye Bill Cernan. Now, hey, we're getting started. Like you said, it, it's time for us to get in the booth. It's time for Raleigh Eagles uh, football. It's time for a lot of changes. I mean, in reality, when you look at, I mean, I, it's first of all, it's hard to find a roster. Second of all, when you find the roster, you're like, what's going on with the roster? Who's going to do what? And, uh, you know, when when doing that, he, obviously, the one of the best ones that are out there that really uh, you can find things on is Max Preps. And Max Preps, if you go down the roster for the Rowland Eagles and what's going on with them, we see a guy at the quarter. We got we see three quarterbacks, but I have a feeling you and I both know which one's going to be starting. I don't know. Have you had an opportunity to take a look at uh, what's going on as far as the Rowland Eagles uh, roster is concerned yet? Well, uh, you know, you you mentioned the quarterback. You're right. It's it's kind of uh, up in the air right now. We ended the season with uh, Chase uh, uh, to finish up the season once uh, uh, West uh, Preston Week, uh, Weeks got hurt. So, uh, you know, he would be the one that you would automatically think. But you know, you know, Doug Stevens. You know, going into a, a camp and everything, you know, he opens that up to all. Uh, all guys uh, vying for that position. So, you know, it, uh, it's easy to say Chase to Paul just based on uh, him having some experience. But, uh, you know, he's got a couple other uh, uh, guys that's going to, um, you know, fighting for that position. You got Chandler George that's going to be fighting for it. And you got Zach, uh, I think I say it right, uh, Pavago that's also going to be uh, um, fighting for that position. Oh, and I just looked at the height. 
and that's the reason why I'm automatically going to chase Paul combination of what he did last year in replacement with Preston Weeks, and then he's six five. Uh, you, you look at George; he's six foot, and then five ten. Uh, Pavago. So I, I think as far as height is concerned, experience, and we saw him and. W- Unlike years before, um, we saw uh, we saw Tupal throw the football in cleanup modes and things like that. Unlike in the years before, where we've seen the backup quarterback just really running the football, we actually seen Tupal let the ball go. Well, and then during the playoffs last year, you know he got the start during the playoffs, and uh, you know they they made it uh, uh, the game kind of simple for him. They didn't uh, really go uh, um, open up all the all the passing lanes like you saw with uh, Preston. But uh, he was very accurate. You know, you saw some good glimpses of him. Yes. And, and letting the ball go, and he's got a zip on the ball, too, which is what impressed me about him, especially in that game. And, and uh, unfortunately, didn't get the victory against Capel. Um, again, uh, first-round loss uh, in the playoffs for the Rowlett Eagles. And we haven't really talked about uh, that as we didn't really cover it after it was all done. Uh, but we saw we saw the Rowlett Eagles. We saw what they what they were up against, and obviously losing Preston Weeks going into the playoffs. That is that is the major hit for that football team going into that game against the Capel Cowboys, who were who were pretty much one hundred percent. And the Eagles, you know, tried to give them a run for their money. Yeah, yeah, they were just uh, uh, right out of the gate. They were just kind of outnumbered, and that Capel team last year was a really good quality team. You know, we, we thought, uh, you know, because their district was a little bit down uh, that they would kind of struggle, but uh, they, they they looked really good. You know, they, they got uh, into the quarterfinals last year, and, and uh, they had a, a, a good season overall. And, and I took a look at their roster, and I don't know if you had the opportunity to do so. We're getting some guys back on the defensive side. I think last year I was actually impressed with what I saw on the defensive side of the ball. To be honest, though, I wasn't expecting a lot from them as they were a younger football team um, at that time on the defensive side. We've seen some guys uh, where obviously uh, with some losses with uh, Taylor on the other side and some of the other guys, uh, when you kind of looked at the returners compared to some of the new guys that are coming up, the juniors and names that we're not recognizing. Uh, we're, we're still seeing a few familiar faces out there. Yeah, not yet. You know what? Uh, last year we had um, uh, a very young uh, uh, defense, and they really, for the most part, did a good job for having a lot of guys that were in their first year on the offense and that we're going to be seeing coming back this year. You know, with uh, Lance Canyon, you know, he grew like three inches uh from last year, so he's he's now six foot one uh, there wow. in, in the in the secondary. Uh, so he's a big, a uh, good tall kid. But you got on the uh, line, you got Gabriel Tito, which uh, really uh, uh, got to call his name a little bit last year. And I think he's going to be the name that we're going to be calling a lot this year. But uh, up the middle, there's there's definitely got to, uh, some good um, good opportunities with a uh, Tito, and then you also have Franks that's going to be there. Um, and uh, then you're going to get some of these younger guys that are going to be joining along. But you know, with uh, with Wade coming back as linebacker, um, I, you know, I think up the middle it's going to be really tough. Let's uh, see with the strength of that secondary how well the defense can be. We called Wade's name a lot last year, and, I, and frankly, I, I think you and I both are surprised about how much we did call his name um, as far as where he was. Obviously, a junior last year moving up and, and making the big plays, and that was the big thing. When you got young guys making big plays, it comes with that, and when they move into this year, now going outside the district, this is actually, we talk about it every year um, when we look at this, Bill, you know, these out-of-district games and really how important it is for them to play well. Not necessarily win it because obviously the uh, the the record is more in district, but to how they can get out of the gate of the season and then get an idea of what they might be playing for if they make the playoffs this year. Yeah, and every year getting out of the gate, you know, we uh, – the last few years, we've really stumbled out of the gate. First game, we really struggled. Uh, there was a couple of them that we won, but it, it wasn't pretty the way we won them. So it's really important to come out 
get uh, you know get started quickly and uh, and uh, set a tone early. So you know with this McKinney Boyd team that we're playing, you know there's going to be some opportunities. You know, but we said that with Louisville a couple years ago, and, and you know they came out and pressed us, and then they kept us. Uh, uh, they stay in the game till the very end, so it's it's going to be very important for uh, Rally to come out strong. A little bit different, like you said, the Rally Eagles last five years. It's been Louisville game number one. Now a switch. I don't know if that's going to be a regular thing. If we're going to see McKinney Boyd uh, at HBJ Stadium next year in the first game of the year or second game, whenever they decide to schedule it, um, I don't. But when when teams are playing outside the district, you know the Eagles they got that outside district rivalry. I call it the over the bridge rivalry. In game number two, the game is at Rockwall. The Rowland Eagles taking on the Yellow Jackets and a familiar foe, a team that they've seen, and we've called all those games since we started doing it, whether it was over at the Cotton Bowl, whether it was at HBJ, or over at Rockwall Stadium like this one's going to be. You know, seeing the out-of-district game with a, a team that is, not really a stranger to them. I think that's a good thing for the Raleigh Eagles, as that you know, with it kind of being uh, you know, quote unquote, unofficial rivalry. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Uh, you know, we played them last two years in the Cotton Bowl, uh, both times. You know, you look on the paper, you look on paper, and you say that Rockwall's got the edge uh, just uh, based on on the individual players. And you look at it again that this way, you know, if they got. Um, uh, some really good players that came back that took a uh, Saxony into overtime in the play lot, playoffs last year. But, yeah. you know, they have a inference uh, a, uh, orgy in their uh, secondary that is one of the top in the state. Um, uh, he, he, you're going to hear his name a lot. And you're also, uh, they're also bringing back uh, Jacob Clark uh, um, under center. So, you know, they've got a lot of skill players coming back. I think the big question is going to be on their defense and offensive line. Now you take a look at what's going on here within district. We get a new team within district. The second to last game, the Raleigh Eagles are on the road right down the way uh, to Wiley, the Wiley Pirates. You know a little bit about this squad as when you first came to Texas, you were in that area. But when I was looking at the records, you know, is around a 500 football team lately with the Wiley Pirates. I don't know about the, I know about their history. The history was that this was, if I'm not mistaken, a state champion as a very good football team. So they got the pedigree. Well, and they they weren't state champions in 2008. They went to the state championship game against um, uh, the mighty Katie. Uh, out of the Houston area, and they lost 17-3 down in Houston. So uh, that was the close they come to uh, uh, winning state championship. That was actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was in a um, five five A Division One with uh, that game. But uh, that's close they've come to uh, winning state championship uh, here in the last few years. But they've also come. They're coming from a district that was. Um, Arguably one of the best in the state. That the, you know the, yep. the district that had Allen, the district that had Plano High, um, and so you know if the, you look at that 500 record, but you look at the you look at the competition they played against. You know uh, it was definitely a little bit uh, challenging for them. Yes, and and that that's the difference. I mean, with the you know, I guess you can call it the swing of the pendulum to Allen and what's going on. We're kind of getting the same thing with Allen with this game as it's the new stadium, the McKinney ISC new stadium opened up. This was a stadium that really you know kind of in the same boat of what happened with Allen, but looks like they got all the things that they needed to get fixed in order for the game to happen. It's the second game of the year. It's going to be the Raleigh Eagles against McKinney Boyd. I, I don't know if you know much about that stadium or what it's all about. I thought I'd ask you, what what do you know about that stadium itself? Well, ironically, I only live about two miles from that stadium, so uh uh, if you need to play stay that night, you just let me know because I'll make sure and make room on my couch for you. Um, you, just have to share, you, you just have to share with my cat, Sam, um, yeah. uh, that night. But, uh, yeah, it's a brand-new stadium. You know what? They did find some uh, um, cracks in the concrete uh, back in, I think, June. But uh, I guess they went through them, noticed, uh, saw that they weren't uh, a liability where they had to shut it down. They could, uh, It was still uh, structural 
structurally um, sound, so they were able to go ahead and move forward. So I think they're still going to uh, be doing some repairs on it to make it ready to go. But Satan looks beautiful. Uh, I know it's going to have the largest uh, uh, jumbotron uh, um, in the state, for, or actually in the nation for high school football. But, you know, just coming back from North Carolina for our arena bowl, uh, you know, even guys there were talking about that stadium, even before I mentioned that we'd be calling from there. So it's just it's going to be an honor that we can actually call the second game ever in that stadium. So it holds uh, 12,000. I think it was a $62 million stadium. So uh, it's going to be a real treat to, to be in there. Now, just to let you know, received an email from a fan that is uh, a consistent out there uh, listening to us, and I, I said I wouldn't say the name, so I'm not going to do that. But the email reads like this, Sonny and Bill, the eagle eye, and they even put eagle eye, Bill Cerna, when are we actually going to see you on video calling the game? So, I, you know, and I, I guess I got to ask, I mean, I... I have, I obviously have the face for radio. Uh, you're ten times better looking than I am. Are, are we oh, going to do on. something like that? Are we going to have them? Wa- I mean, I've, it, UIL rules say that we can't turn the camera around so you can see the game. I don't know why anybody would want to see us more than anything. You know, we might end up breaking the camera at that point if it's too close to me. But you know what? As entertaining as we are, I mean. To be able to see the fun that we're having, you know, when I get my yellow flag and I can start tossing it in the air, um, yes. you know, people coming up, people coming up to us to the, on the side and waving and taking pictures and stuff like that, um, it, that makes it fun. Uh, you know, you know, a lot of times uh, you get broadcasters that get on the air. Once it goes to commercial, they don't talk. You and I, we sit, yeah. we laugh, we talk about things. You know, it, it, there's never a dull moment with us. And that is one of the things that people say, you know, and and I say it as well. We're not the best, but we're damn entertaining. So they kind of makes up for our lack of, of uh, you know, the you know yeah. professional <laughs> one out there. But I think I think our people who have listened to us are used to it, and they prefer they actually prefer it. So that's a, but so we may end up going Facebook Live. We'll decide that. Um, it, it will depend upon internet. It will be a wireless one so it may go in and out uh, because we will depend on for if we did that we will have to depend upon the internet that is coming from the stadiums they're not always good when we do the broadcast we're using the internet from the phone so we can make sure that we have a uh, full uh, call of the game so uh, so you're up for it you want you want the cameras in the booth bill oh yeah as long as I get my makeup person there I think I'll be great yeah, we gotta we gotta hire a makeup person. I I don't think there's anything that can help this though. Um, no, I, I anyway, agree. I think, <laughs> I think we're I think we're I think we'll both be in trouble. But you know what? Uh, you know we're gonna go be at this new stadium here in, in a couple of days, and um, you yes. know what? They might have state of the art stuff. You might be able to get a great connection that we can uh, possibly do this. So I think it'd be fun. We're going to do it. Now, also, just to let everybody know, um, the pregame show is obviously up on Thursday, so uh, you're hearing this early. Um, I will be – I've always – Sunny's always early, probably way too early, but I want to make sure that we have no problems when we're there. We'll go up. I'll do a Facebook Live on the new stadium and let you take a look at it as well. Um, Bill, I'll also send you the new video that you can promote with the right game on it, uh, right name of the team, so I'll send that into you in email. So we're all set. We're set for the 2018 season of the Rowlett Eagles. So, uh, you know, I, I, I hate trying to predict it, especially this, because, we, first of all, we don't know much you know, to Paul. We know a little bit about him. We don't know how he's going to go through a whole season. What are you expecting from the Eagles here in the 2018 season? Well, you know, I think they're, they're going to come out um, and they're going to just um, – Keep it simple. You know what? Uh, this is a non-district game. You you want to see how some players are going to be able to handle, uh, um, you know, the game situation. You, you know, uh, last week they had a scrimmage against Waxahachie, uh, and, they, you know, they got some game situations. But uh, there's a lot of difference when you're on a Friday night and all the bands are there and, and 
all the hoopla. So uh, you get some of these new kids that are on varsity for the first year. Uh, it's a whole a whole new thing. So, you know, I think they're going to come out. They're go- going to just uh, uh, keep it simple in the beginning. Let them get in the flow of the game and uh, and see how this McKinney Boyd is uh, team is and, and see what they come out with. You know, they have a lot of uncertainties uh, coming into this game themselves. Definitely. Yeah, so they're looking for they're looking for a turnaround in their season. Obviously, in that tough division or tough district over there, with obviously the team, obviously uh, the uh, Allen Eagles being one of them that they got to uh, see each and every week or each and every year. So they're looking for a turnaround in their season. The Eagles looking to see what their future is all about. We'll do that. We'll cover that, and that's tomorrow, seven o'clock, coming to you from McKinney ISD Stadium, the new one with the big jumbo. That's good because Sonny's eyes are getting worse. Good thing he's got the two-time champion Eagle Eye Bill Cerno with us. He join us in tomorrow, uh, or yeah, tomorrow because this is broadcasting on Thursday. Join us tomorrow, 7 p.m. for kickoff. Bill, it, it, ready for the new season? I'm excited. I'm excited. I just ended one season. Now I'm ready to start the next one. Me too. We're all set and ready to go, folks. We're going to do it. Thanks for joining us here on the pregame show. We'll be bringing you the pregame show. Of course, the pregame show is being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Uh, not too many guys out there that can say they stopped Tom Brady. Melvin Bullet did it. Not only did he stop Tom Brady on fourth down and two, Peyton Manning came back with a touchdown pass and ended up beating the uh, mighty, and I mean mighty, New England Patriots uh, by two games as the uh, Patriots went for it on fourth down and two. That's what you get. Train with the pros over at the Bullet Experience. We thank them for their sponsorship of the pregame show. So that's going to do it for us. For the Eagle Eye Bill Santa, I am Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We'll see you tomorrow, 7 p.m. for kickoff for your Rowland Eagles taking on the McKinney Boyd Broncos. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.